This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the newspapers of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. July 19th, 1993. President Clinton knows you're not going to like it. Doesn't matter who you are. He knows you're not going to like it. He'd campaigned on a promise to lift the ban on gays serving in the military. There have always been homosexual people in the military, and I think the ban should be gone. Now, after six months in office, and after six months of excruciating negotiations, he'd hammered out what he called an honorable compromise a directive that allowed gays to serve and protected them from discrimination and harassment as long as their homosexuality remained private. Gay service members couldn't talk about their sexuality, about any homosexual relationships, or even about homosexual propensities. And they couldn't engage in homosexual behavior. The policy was developed from a proposal by Charles Moskos, He was a Northwestern University professor and military sociologist, and he called it, Don't Ask, Don't Tell, Don't Seek, Don't Flaunt. That was later shortened to the catchier, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Those who didn't want gays in the military at all didn't like it because it allowed gays to serve in the military. They were led by Senator Sam Nunn of Georgia, the chairman of the Senate Armed Forces Committee. He said he was mollified by the compromise, but he was going to reserve judgment and he'd begin hearings on it the next day. Gay rights activists didn't like the policy because it still discriminated against the LGBT community. The policy is more aptly called, let's pretend. Let's pretend gay people simply don't exist, even though we know they do. The U.S. military had banned gays for as long as the United States had been a country. For most of that time, the calculus was simple. Homosexuality was sick and wrong, and gay soldiers, sailors, and airmen were undesirables. Those who were discovered to be gay were drummed out of the service. Those caught engaging in homosexual acts were given a dishonorable discharge. Homosexual acts included things like holding hands. It wasn't until the 1980s that the Department of Defense issued a policy that said homosexuality is incompatible with military service. Gay people were bad for morale and discipline, and they were a security risk. The security risk argument never really made any sense. Who's more vulnerable to blackmail than a closeted gay person who could lose their career if their secret were revealed? Well, there were a few people who did like Don't Ask, Don't Tell. The Joint Chiefs of Staff. It was their version of the compromise the president had signed on to, the most conservative of the ideas being considered. Here's the chairman, Army General Colin Powell. It is a policy that I believe all of the Joint Chiefs of Staff can fully, fully support, and we'll be testifying to that effect before the Congress on tomorrow and the day after. And it is a policy that I also believe we will be able to implement. President Clinton, who just a few months before had been advocating for an end to the ban on gays in the military... I think people should not be asked to lie if they're going to be allowed to serve... ...was now spouting legalese as he announced the new policy. An open statement by a service member that he or she is a homosexual. 
will create a rebuttable presumption that he or she intends to engage in prohibited conduct. But the service member... Even the creator of Don't Ask, Don't Tell thought it would only last for five or ten years, but it stood up to almost two decades of legal and legislative challenges. The House passed a repeal bill in 2010, but John McCain led a Senate filibuster to defeat it. Later in the year, a filibuster failed, and the Don't Ask, Don't Tell Repeal Act was passed. President Barack Obama signed the act in December 2010. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.